0: This Moment Outdoors is brought to you by L.L. Bean, official partner of the National Park Foundation for the Find Your Park movement. decade is around the corner. What are your travel goals for 2020? This week, we talk about our goals for the upcoming year as well as yours. This is RV Miles. Welcome to episode 125 of RV Miles, I'm Jason. And
1: I'm Abby, and we are two full-time travelers who, along with our boys, Jack, Ethan, and Henry, crisscross North America on one epic road trip. Each week, we talk all things RV and outdoors, from travel destinations to gear, industry news, our national parks, and a whole lot more. It's the end of the year. This is our
0: final episode of the decade. Bye,
1: 2019. Except
0: it's not the final episode of the decade. I'm not having this
1: conversation (laughs) with you. No. <laughs> Keep that off this podcast.
0: No, I know. I knew you no. were going to bring this up. This is the same argument I was having with everybody at the end of the millennium. I don't want to talk you about can't, your you science. You start in year one. No. All right. There is no year zero. You don't you start know in that. Year, yes, I do know that. There was <laughs> no year zero. There's year one. And if you count from one to 10, 10 is the last year of the decade, the the century, the millennium, whatever it is. Why are you playing the cricket noise?
1: Because that's how I feel.
0: It doesn't sound like crickets. So no. It sounds like, one of the, is... sounds like the squeaky wheel on the shopping cart yes, at Walmart. Yes, and you
1: are the squeaky wheel on the shopping cart <laughs> at Walmart on this subject.
0: Anyway, I, just... I get that it okay. is exciting that it changes from the one to the two. Okay, All can right.
1: we just say that isn't it so much more exciting <laughs> to be like, new decade 2020? And then be like, new decade 2021. Wow. Ooh. You know, I mean, when you put it See this is how people feel. 2020, yay! <laughs> 21. Mm. Great. <laughs> right. Like you just let the air out of everybody's sails. Well, so you keep your science at home and we're going to have it's uh, science. It's we're going to have, right? have finance or funance, <laughs> which is where you have fun and you pretend like it's science.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I wanted to kick off this show today. We're talking about a new decision from Colorado State Parks. Uh, and I want to kind of give you our opinion on it. It's something that's kind of going around the RV community and, and everybody has different opinions. Now, I haven't talked to Abby about this, so I don't know if her opinion is the same as mine.
1: We're going to do it live.
0: <laughs> doing it live.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. Uh,
0: so Co- Colorado state parks are going to online reservation only. They will no longer be holding any first come first served campsites at Colorado state parks. And, uh, for a lot of people who travel sort of free and loose and on a whim,
1: willy nilly, uh,
0: like us that makes it harder for them but you know i don't know would i risk a colorado state driving out to the middle of nowhere to a colorado state park just in case there might be a site
1: well yeah you know here's the thing i think over the last three years that we've been traveling full-time on the road my thought process about this has evolved when we first started traveling we were very much and if you've listened to the last 124 episodes of this show you know we generally did not know where we were going until like 36 to 24 hours before we had to leave a campground. We were very just sort of, where do we feel like going over time? I feel like that has evolved a little bit for us and we're planning a little bit further out. Maybe that is because we're wanting to go to more popular destinations. Our travel portfolio is expanding a little bit. We're hitting up some of the more popular stops we'd not been to yet. So we know we need to plan in advance, but I think there's just something comforting about knowing I'm going to have somewhere to sleep when I get there because we've had enough situations where we've gotten somewhere and been like, Oh, sorry, there's no room at the end. And then we're sort of scrambling. I mean, I immediately always flash back to Vegas yeah, and that situation in Vegas. And I will never ever have that happen again. That was just beyond miserable. Well, here, we're full timers,
0: right? Right. Most campers, vast, vast majority of campers are not full timers. Right. The vast majority of us are planning exactly where they're going to go. Yeah, you're planning for your vacation, trip, right?
1: I don't go on vacation and yeah. not know I have somewhere to stop and rest at the, at the end of the vacation goal.
0: I don't feel that the taxpayers of different states should be catering to my whims. You know, I think it's absolutely fine that the parks are, you know, because it's not fair to people that are trying to book in advance that they can't book. And you've got first come first serve sites and they just got to take a, a, I don't know, know. a a wild goose chase on it.
1: I mean, I don't mind splitting the difference. I don't mind 80% or 85% being, you know, reserve only. And then there being 10 to 15% that are being held for first come first served. Because what happens is, so their reservation window, what, it's going to close 24 now, to 48 hours okay, before?
0: So that I do have an issue with. And right. we have run into that before where we're like, we want to camp at a campground that has plenty of availability. There was a, a park in Omaha, a county park in Omaha that we ran into this issue with. They do not let you book same day at that park, even if they're half empty.
1: And, and they were having, and empty. we couldn't
0: stay there. What Colorado is doing, you can you can book up to the minute you arrive at the park.
1: I'm completely fine with that,
0: and, and I think that's great. Um, of course, you got to make sure you have access to the internet wherever wherever you might be.
1: Right. I mean, while you're on the road, you can yeah. check to see if that campground has any availability. Right. I think that that is kind of meeting everybody in the middle. Now, you know, first come, first served. often is. People just using that for an overnight or, you know, we have done. So here's another example of where that can be kind of frustrating. This first come first served. Remember when we were in tent rocks in New Mexico Mm -hmm. and they had just about six or seven partial hookup sites, but Uh they were all first come first served.
0: You mean City of Rocks or City of State Rocks? Park, City sorry, of Rocks, yeah, yeah, State yeah. Parks, sorry, I'm
1: right, sorry. Right, right. Tent Rocks is over by Santa Fe, so City yeah. of Rocks, and they only had like a handful of sites that had electricity, and they were right. first come, first served. You couldn't reserve them. And do you remember we got there, and we we ended up like I think you got up the next morning at like six a.m. Yeah. to stake out because we really needed a, a site with electricity. And we just couldn't, for what we had planned, we could not boondock part of the, for that long. Yeah,
0: Part of the issue is that so many state parks are so affordable, especially New Mexico state parks are so affordable that people will book dates and never use them.
1: Yes, that's a huge problem. And we've talked a lot about that. Yeah. That's a problem across the board, even parks that aren't as, as cheap as New Mexico. And my,
0: my feeling with that is that they need to find ways to solve that problem. And that's a separate thing. You know, and I think they can, I think, you know, it can be, you don't show up at it by a certain time, then the site becomes available or uh, there are penalties or financial penalties, whatever it might
1: be. Yeah. Or off the top of my head, I'm thinking, what if they send you an email like a month before you're supposed to arrive, wanting you to 100% confirm that spot, you know, or two weeks or something. And if you don't confirm it, if you don't, if you don't say yes to that email or whatever it is. You lose the spot if you had booked. I mean, again, I'm making this all up off the top of my head, but let's say you booked something, uh, six months, 12 to six months in advance. And then they say, okay, you've booked that far out. You're going to have to reconfirm that as you get closer to your trip. And if you don't reconfirm that, then you're going to lose that spot.
0: Yeah. There are some states that the, the the penalty for moving your spot, because often you can, the booking window, say the booking window opens January 1st, whatever Mm -hmm. it is often. People will go book a ton of dates without even checking their schedule, their availability. Right, and then those state parks sometimes don't have any penalties for moving those dates around.
1: Right, and then Billy gets into that Pee Wee Championship, and yeah. you got to go. Yeah, you know, he's got to go play that baseball game. So
0: I get that it's a challenge uh, for a lot of reasons, but and I think if if this were five years ago, I'd be like, yeah, more first come first serve sites the better. But now that there's so many people on the road, I'm more comforted by the fact that I can open up an app and see,
1: Oh, oh this, this park
0: has a couple sites available for tonight. Yeah. I can, instead of having to call around and is their office open and all that sort of stuff. And
1: that really just speaks to yeah. the kind of individual travelers we are. And I think that that speaks to the fact that we're also um, family travelers with kids. And I just personally feel more comfortable knowing that we're going to have a place to stop when we need to stop for the kids and that everything's going to be nice and comfortable. If I think it was just you and I on the road and we were doing like the van life or something and it was a little bit easier to boondock and we could get into smaller spots and things like that, I wouldn't feel as much anxiety. But because we're bigger and we're limited to what we can do and we do have three kids in tow, I like to now be a little bit more planned than what I was when we first started traveling.
0: Well, we'd like to know what you think about this issue. Come over to the RV Miles Facebook group and join and let us know we'd love to talk about it a little bit more there we have a great show lined up we have some listener input on their travel goals for this year and we're going to talk about our travel goals for this coming year the last year of the decade or the first year of the decade stop depending on what stop category your face you're on we're going to take a break and we'll be right back
1: whether you're a know-it-all or just one who likes to have fun <laughs>
0: RV Miles is brought to you by Victorinox. You know the brand Victorinox Swiss Army. They make the iconic red Swiss Army knife. But did you know that they also make best-in-class kitchen knives, luggage, fragrance, and Swiss-made watches? Founded in Switzerland in 1884 and still owned and operated by the family who invented the Swiss Army knife over 130 years ago, the classic red Swiss Army knife is still as functional as it was then. But now you can browse hundreds of styles from the rescue tool designed with first responders to get out of a vehicle safely to the wine master designed specifically to open a bottle of wine, travel gear ranging from suitcases to backpacks for a quick weekend getaway or a week long trip. Victorinox makes such a wide range of trusted products Find the perfect companion for your next adventure. Visit Victorinox.com and save 15% using code RV15. That's Victorinox.com and code RV15 to save 15% now through December 31st. Some exclusions apply. We're back with the answer to last week's brain teaser. This was a, this was both a star Wars and a Christmas themed brain teaser. And it was a long one.
1: It ticked off a lot of boxes for me. And then I still didn't try to do it. And
0: then it just, and then it just <laughs> threw it all away for you.
1: Yeah, you read like 30 seconds and like three <laughs> seconds into it. And I was like, okay, right. I'm done. All
0: right. Try to follow this with me. Three friends had three kids who were all named after star Wars characters for Christmas. One year, all three kids, Han, Leia, and Luke, got different Star Wars Lego sets as gifts, the Millennium Falcon, the AT-AT, and the Imperial Star Destroyer. Each set had different number of pieces, 1345, 1432, or 1569. And each kid took a different amount of time to complete the model, two, three, or four hours. Using the clues that follow, can you figure out which kid got which model, how many pieces it had, and how long it took for them to build it, right? Here are the clues. The model with the most pieces took the most time to complete, but the model with the least pieces did not take the least amount of time to complete. So right there, we know that the, the one that took four hours was 1569. And we know the one that took two hours was 1432. And the one that took three hours was 1345. Right. That's all in that clue right there. Number two, The models weren't to scale, so the Millennium Falcon actually had more pieces than the Imperial Star Destroyer. A fact that Luke was upset to learn, since he likes bigger models. Han spent the three hours between opening his gifts and lunch building his model. So his obviously took three hours. The answer is Han built the AT-AT, which had 1,345 pieces in three hours. Leia built the Millennium Falcon which had 1,569 pieces in four hours. And Luke built the star destroyer, which had 1,432 pieces in two hours. Yay. Yay. Yay, (laughs) (laughs) Our winner is Aaron R from New York. Who will receive a keep log in those RV miles t-shirt. You'll have a chance to win yours with the new brain teaser later on in the show.
1: And all of you who entered into this one, you all are some dedicated people.
0: Yes. All all the, the few of you that yes, this <laughs> actually one didn't took the time to answer one. this one. This one, we didn't get quite as many answers as we normally do.
1: Well, that but think, we, got, we still got plenty. We got, we got a decent amount, but it definitely wasn't one that people were interested in uh, figuring that one out. I think that you should start testing brain teasers on our kids. Yeah. And sit down and see yeah, if they the can score. start. Yeah. Start having them do some of these. I'd like to see what their reactions are to some of them.
0: All right. It's time to talk travel goals, travel goals for 2020. Ooh. <laughs> we were going to start with talking about our plans so far uh, for the coming year. But you know what?
1: We haven't done them yet.
0: <laughs> We've got vague ideas of things that we want to do, but we're, the map is just beginning to come together.
1: It's just becoming, it's just starting to come together. We're getting a bit of a delay for the month of January more than we wanted to because we need to line up some Medical stuff for Jason first before we can get on the yeah, road. That's and
0: really the the linchpin is my it is my hole in my head and trying to get that. Yeah, first.
1: and finding someone who will actually yeah. pick up the we case. Might, we may we may end up
0: next. We may end up back yeah. in Minot, North Dakota this year. At I some keep point.
1: I keep calling doctors <laughs> in Illinois and I can't even get halfway through the story and they're like bye Felicia and then they hang up on me and I'm like are you serious? Nobody well, feels comfortable picking this up. Which is
0: I mean the doctors tell me it's a real simple thing when. Just just got to put a little metal piece there, but well,
1: you know, leading into it was not a real simple (sighs) thing. So I think anyone feels nervous that just the fact that it was such a rare bacteria that to take that on, I actually, I don't know. I don't want to speak for them. I don't know what's going on, but that's kind of delaying our 2020 jump into our travels. And so I'm really anxious to get back on the road, but we just have to take care of some few things. Yeah.
0: I mean, we're definitely going to be back on the road in January here. We just don't exactly know where we're going or how quickly. Yeah, we don't
1: know if we're like beelining it for courtsight, if we're even gonna make it to court site, if we're gonna have to bypass court site, Like
0: that's the the plan is our first stop is courtsight. Yes. That's that was the plan. Hopefully that's still the plan.
1: Yeah. We know we have hard fast LA into February. Yes. We know that's a hard Your brother's fast, taking hard a stop. week
0: off to hang out with us right. in LA.
1: And then we know we have a hard stop in Tucson at the end of March. Yeah. And then we're back in Pensacola in April. Now, if you are scratching your head, yes, we are essentially going from one coast to the other.
0: Between January two and April. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah.
1: February, April. Yeah. Okay. Like two months. Yeah. So.
0: Well, we're going from the middle of the country to yeah. the, to the. To the west coast, to the east coast, in three months.
1: Twenty twenty is all about how much time we can spend in the truck, (laughs) apparently.
0: So we're gonna we're gonna on a future episode really break down our our travels once we once we work through them a little bit and road trippers and figure out what exactly we're gonna do and we'll we'll talk about that uh, on a future episode. But we have goals. We've began creating like overarching goals for our year, like what you know to help us figure out where to go instead of just trying to find cool places we're trying to sort of decide what is meaningful for us. What, what can we set out to accomplish? And then we can look for destinations that fit into those goals. So we each have a few little goals that we are going to talk about. And then we reached out to you guys to call in with some goals or to write them in, uh, in the RV miles Facebook group. So we have those as well. You go first. Okay. I'll go first. Yeah.
1: You have to go first.
0: This we've talked about on the last episode, last year was almost all about cities, even mostly mid-sized cities for us.
1: Yeah. 2019 was a big urban adventure. It was
0: very urban. And we only visited one real of one of the 62 national parks. We went to some other national park sites, uh, but we didn't spend a lot of time in national parks. So that's my goal for this year is that I want to have a lot of national park time. I want to have a lot of wildland backcountry type experiences, get out in the middle of nowhere, see a lot of really cool nature.
1: You have fun with that.
0: You don't want to do that.
1: Well, you, you said backcountry and I, you look at me when you say that, oh, like no, you want I to don't, go camping I mean, and you know how I feel about that. I
0: don't mean like, I don't, I don't mean me hiking into the backcountry okay. camping, which I do want to do, <laughs> but no, I mean us be getting away, f- getting away from I, the city.
1: I sound like such a nature Scrooge. I'm you really do. not. I just don't want to go backcountry camping. Yeah, yeah. So I agree. So if I can piggyback off of that. I do believe that our personally, we are more fulfilled and really ultimately better people when we spend more time in our national parks. Our kids, they seem to react a little bit differently to their environments. We all, for lack of a better word, get along better. I think that is because we spend so much time outdoors when we're near a national park. I love that idea. I hope it happens more this year. Uh, do you want to keep going with your list or do you want to go back and forth? How do you want to do it? Let's
0: go back and forth. What's your next, what's yours? Your first one.
1: So mine is the, I think like the sparkly unicorn pot of gold at the end of the rainbow that everybody says at the beginning of every new year. And that is the word balance. And my desire for 2020 is that there's more balance in our lives between sort of the chaos that can sometimes be full time travel and the chaos that can sometimes be uh, family life and the chaos that can sometimes be running your own business and the chaos of just being a grown up. And I would really like to see if we can find more balance balance in how we travel, balance in how we interact with each other, balance in how we do our days. Like, you know, you and I have talked a lot about this. Like, sometimes it just feels like we are a whirlwind tornado just flying all over the country. And I would really like to see that like sort of calm itself down again. And I think some of that is finding those goals for ourselves as travelers and maybe making those goals smaller, more compact, more realistic. You know, if one goal is this year, we want to get into more national parks. That's awesome. So then maybe this year isn't so much about working inside urban environments and working with visitors bureaus and that, you know, all of that amazing stuff that comes from there and can feel really, really busy. Maybe we're doing the opposite this year yeah. because we can't do both. It's right. just too That's much. That's
0: my hope. I, I think uh, we did a lot of that and uh, we did
1: and it was amazing and it offered yeah. some incredible opportunities and we got to see parts of the country that we had never experienced before, but we were really busy. And then when we slammed into the wall and mine not, boy, did we slam into the wall yeah. And then everything just stopped. Yeah. So my hope is that we can find for the first time, and maybe it does take three to four years in this lifestyle to find the balance. I don't know, but that is that, you know, like I said, that sparkly unicorn flying over the rainbow that everyone's trying to find. I think
0: balance changes as your kids grow older, as your business grows, as you know, balance is balance is different for everybody in every year. So I think you have to reassess it. And I think, Even though it's an impossible thing to achieve, as long as you're trying to achieve it, you're accomplishing something.
1: Yeah. And I think that there's some personal balance that I need to find in how I operate inside my day, like how much I put into my work day, how much I put into my family day, how much I put into my personal day. And I have yet to really find a good place where there's self-balance So now that I kind of have an idea of how things are starting to move for us a little bit, then hopefully I can find some balance in there just for my own self. So I can be a little bit more zen in 2020 because I was not very zen in 2019 and it gave me a lot of gray hairs. (laughs) <laughs> don't want any,
0: I got, like, I'm completely gray. No, stop dying. Still, you stop dying your hair. That's what gave you gray hairs. All right. <laughs> I don't need you telling my secrets on this podcast. Okay. What's your next one? Uh, I want, I want to be able to go on longer hikes. Amen. I think our kids are old enough. I think Henry is, has more energy now. He's got longer legs now. I think he'll be able to go a little bit farther. They
1: all have more energy until they set a foot on the trail. And then they're like, well, oh, sure. I'm so tired. Yeah, I know. But, oh.
0: but, I think we can work My up to hurt. it. And what I would like to be able to do is be able to go out and do hikes that involve, you know, sitting down and having lunch on the hike. Yeah. Being able to like, you know, I
1: want to use our Gosan on more, sure. you know, like I want to, I want to do things where we start the hike, like at the beginning of the day and, there's, it's not just about like, hurry up, let's get it done. And then we've got to go get somewhere else. Right. So you know, we got to get back to the visitor center. The whole day setup. is
0: one hike. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: I'm, I'm so on board with that. Like, I love that idea. And I don't
0: care if it's slow. I don't care if we stop a lot. I don't care if we, I don't know, bring devices and the kids sit and right. <laughs> play on their devices halfway through it, whatever <laughs> it takes. They want
1: it, they carry it. You know, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. But I think I agree I with you. I not about that. I don't want to do that. Uh, yeah. No, well, you know what though? <laughs> I, I'd be okay with it. Like if it was, you know, if I brought my Kindle and we yeah. stopped somewhere and I was, I read for a little bit, sure. like, oh my gosh, I would love to read a book like out on a trail and just like take an hour to chill yeah. and eat some food and, and relax. And then, you know, maybe it's like you get to the end of the trail and you chill for an hour and then you pick it back up and you go. You bring a hammock along and string it between sure. two trees and take a nap. And take a nap. There yeah, you there you go. There you go. Jason. <laughs> so hopefully, that's a far reaching goals we have <laughs> Hopefully there.
0: we'll be able to do longer hikes. What's your next one?
1: Uh, my next one is... I would really like us to see 2020 have, and I didn't really know how to word this. So maybe you can kind of help me out with this, but I don't feel like we've ever actually completed a year of travel, like a cycle, a whole cycle of travel. Like we sit down and we talk about, you know, where we want to go and how we want to achieve it. And I don't think that we make these huge, far unrealistic, like travel plans. No, we've never, stuff happens. Stuff
0: Large use the censored word stuff happens.
1: Large stuff (laughs) keeps happening. And I don't feel like we've ever finished 2017, 2018 or 2019. We just, everything just comes to an end stop and it never feels complete. And I, we're left with sort of this just empty desire of, I really would, you know, we should have been here at this time that, that word we should have been, I think trips us up every single year. It used to be with the bus breaking down and then somebody needed to go get a brain infection. And, you know, who knows what we're going to do this year, but I would really like maybe this year to, even if it's a small goal, we're only going five places. I just, I would really like to feel like I did a full cycle.
0: I think there's, there are two sides to that. I think one is that hopefully we have a more reliable vehicle and, and we have our trailer and it's going to become easier yeah. to do th- that. We won't have the issues with the bus breaking oh, down. Knock
1: on wood really
0: we don't. the truck won't do anything like the bus was doing or anything like that. But the other side of it is we're full-time travelers and part of that lifestyle is accepting that your plans are going to have to change often because stuff yeah. comes up.
1: I think some of that too is there has been sort of this shift where sometimes I, I still feel like, and I don't know if other full-time travelers feel like this or, or people who travel for a long extended time, even if you try, you know, a four to six month period all in one chunk. Sometimes I feel like I'm on vacation, but I'm not on vacation. I'm on real life, right? you know, and real life happens and things, you know, I can't, be out in a park every single day. I can't be exploring an urban environment every single day. You know, we have family life, we have real life, we have work. We have all these things that we try and encompass inside this little trailer where our view changes on a pretty regular basis. And so I think personally, I still struggle with this is real life. This is just our life. And it's, it operates the same as it did when we were living in our apartment in Chicago versus FOMO, the fear of missing out. Yeah. Right. And so maybe I don't feel like we've ever completed a a full year cycle of full time travel because I suffer from fear of missing out because there were things we missed out on. It's quite possible. Maybe I'm having an epiphany right now on this podcast. It's quite possible. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) But I would like there to be. I'd like it to be chill. Yeah. this year. Let's be chill. Okay. 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 I'm looking right at you. <laughs> I'm gonna need you, <laughs> If you could not breathe anything in for okay. 2020, that would be real. That'd be great. All right.
0: All right. You did two goals. I have a third one. And yes, this and, is kind of a joint goal.
1: Yeah. This is a joint goal.
0: Uh, and that's to get healthier this year. Yes. And to do that through this lifestyle. I mean, I think that's an important thing is that Anybody that tries to get healthier fails if they aren't able to incorporate it into, you know, whatever their normal lifestyle is. And for us, that's traveling. And, you know, it means we go to exciting restaurants and places that we've never been before. But that doesn't mean I can't eat a little bit healthier. That doesn't mean I can't exercise more. So we have set a goal that we're going to try to each lose 20 pounds. We call it 20 and 20. Yes.
1: The 20 and 20. And we welcome anyone who would like to join us. It could be fun. You never know. Yeah, I but, don't
0: know where you're going to lose 20 pounds, but okay. No,
1: listen, if I lose 20 pounds, believe it or not, I will be back to what I weighed in high school. Why, do you should, why should you feel like you need to weigh no, what you weighed in feel, high school? I don't feel like I need uh, to weigh what I weighed in high school. But do you, I don't know if you were like this in high school. I don't know why I was like this in high school, but I can specifically remember being in high school and being like, oh my gosh, I gotta like lose like 10 pounds. And now no. I think like. No,
0: I was skinny as a rail."
1: Yeah, you were like Jack. Yeah. Jack is just like, he's a beanpole. Yeah. But.
0: Well, I, actually that's not true. Be- before high school, I was kind of like. My junior high years, I was a little chubby. And then in high school, I got real thin.
1: And, yeah, I, drank how, like, and
0: I drank like 12 Mountain Dews a day. Well, there I don't you go.
1: <laughs> I mean, for me, it was like I, when I, the goal I have for myself, that would put me back at like when I was in high school and I was dancing probably 30 hours a week, four to five days, yeah. you know, during the week, I was teaching tap to small children. So I was really, really, really active. And I think more than anything, 20 and 20 for me, is not about the number on the scale so much as it is about being better with my body. I've talked to you about this a little bit, and it's kind of hard for me to admit, but I cannot be just hit the ground running and and then fall into well, bed yeah. I mean, like I was 10 years ago when I was yeah. 30.
0: Yeah. I mean, your metabolism changes. That's my- like, I mean, high schoolers can eat Tupperware and they'd be fine. My-
1: I'm not talking about food. I mean, I mean, I'm still consuming the way I used to consume. It's my ability well, the to sustain it's the, my energy. But,
0: but your body doesn't, doesn't break down food in the way that it did right. 10, 20 years ago either. Right.
1: But we have this really wonderful gift where we're, you know, we're outside and we have exposure to nature in ways yeah. that, you know, going out for a walk and your environment is always changing allows for just sort of like the excitement of that. But, I just, for me, I have long-term life goals and I want to see those happen. Yeah. And that's going to require maybe a few less... Fried items, maybe one or two less well, beers. I think I'm going to be going for,
0: I'm, I think I need to be going for 30 and 20, but I'm, really, I'm going to stick with 20 well, no, for you now. You said the other day you were, we're going to go
1: 40 and 20.
0: And we'll stick with 20 and then we'll go from there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Small goals, honey. That's the thing. Like, isn't that yeah. what Noom says? <laughs> Small goals, psychological yeah. goals. Like that's.
0: Yeah. But then, you know, like all these super business leaders say set impossible goals. Things you could never do.
1: How about you just know yourself and you set what's better? I personally like to set small goals. Like if, you know, there's something I really want to do, like let's just get to the point A. And then when I get to point A, I'm going to look at point B. If I look all the way at Z, I'm going to get overwhelmed and be like, whatever, I'm going to go over here and eat this mini Snickers blizzard. Bye.
0: All right. Well, those are our our travel goals (laughs) Uh, for 2020. Let's talk about your travel goals. We're going to start out with a voicemail from our friend, Tracy.
2: Hi Abby, hi Jason, this is Tracy, your resident Iowa State Park superfan. I thought I'd call and just share with you what our hopes are for 2020. I should start off by saying that 2018 we had big plans and then we had to stop in our tracks to deal with cancer and chemo. You know all too well how life has a way of changing our plans. Then in 2018 we had big travel plans and my husband became a victim of corporate downsizing and his job was eliminated. I'm happy to say that we are now both healthy and gainfully employed. In 2018 we saw 18 travel nights before we were derailed and 2019 we ended with only 20 travel nights. We have a goal of 40 nights out this year. We will be meeting the in-laws for a trip out to Colorado to a yet determined yet undetermined spot. And then we will be making as many long weekend trips as we can to cover as many Iowa state parks as we can possibly get to. If anyone has any suggestions for great spots in the northern Colorado area, we are certainly open for suggestions. It was great talking with you here and keep logging those RV (laughs) miles.
0: Tracy, uh, Tracy is not kidding when she says she is an Iowa State Park super fan. They she love is. their Iowa State Park. And, and and we've been to one. We've got to get to some more.
1: We have to go. And I have to say, um, you know, it's been really great getting to know Tracy through RV Miles and listening to her talk and kind of having a little bit of knowledge of what their backstory was and what she shared. I got a little emotional listening to that because I know what it can Oh, I'm just really happy for them. I'll just leave it at that. I'm really happy. She was so
0: supportive to us during this year.
1: Well, um, I just, I'm really happy for them that I think that having goals like more camping nights speaks to how healing the outdoors and camping can be when you are, you know, coming out of the tunnel of really difficult moments. And so it's really, I'm just very happy for them that they have a goal of 40, which doubles what they were able to do last year. Yeah. So I'm so glad that she shared that with us. All right.
0: Here's a couple from the RV Miles Facebook group before we do a couple more voicemails. Karen Kratz says, we have a two-month adventure circumnavigating South America planned first.
1: Can I go along, please, Karen?
0: <laughs> awesome. That sounds That sounds fantastic. amazing. Afterward and after a few months at home, we'll be heading out in the RV for a four to six month adventure, driving up into Canada from the Carolinas, going west and also north to Yellowknife over to British Columbia, down to Washington, then bounding around west before heading home. That sounds like quite the adventure. I
1: think if you look up epic in the dictionary, (laughs) uh, Karen's 2020 travels are pictured like right underneath I mean, they're
0: going to be covering South America and most of North America. All in one year.
1: I know. We're going to need some kind of travel report from Karen. Karen, if you're listening, we would love travel reports from you after you complete these epic adventures.
0: This one is from Katie Neal Johnson, who says our kids ages 10 and 12 have decided that they want to go to as many national parks as they can. We were inspired by our two-week trip. We were inspired by our two-week trip to Yellowstone, Grand Tetons, Colorado National Monument, Dinosaur National Monument. And arches last summer. This year, year they gave up on going on a Disney trip, so we can spend a long weekend at Mammoth Caves in the spring, and a long week exploring Acadia. Katie, that's some dedication from those. Those kids deserve a medal.
1: No, Katie and her partner deserve a parenting medal. (laughs) Hashtag parenting win, right there. I mean, setting the Disney aside because I would be hard for me as an adult to be like, no, 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 we're not going to Disney. Um, But that's really quite impressive and it's really great to see that their kids love the national parks clearly as much as their parents do
0: <laughs> we have two more voicemails and not only does her post contain disney both of these next two voicemails abby hasn't heard these yet i
1: haven't but i know who the last <laughs> one disney is in them yes and i'll follow up with what i love about doug when this is <laughs> when this is over
0: okay but first we've got joe collins hey
2: my name is joe collins long-time listener, first-time caller. (laughs) Our travel goals for 2020 are to actually finally buy our trailer. Margo and I have been shopping for almost the better part of a year now. We think we've narrowed it down. Following that, we have plans, big plans, for a road trip down from New Jersey to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge yes. sometime early spring or late spring, early summer, because we have a college graduate and this is how we celebrate. So those are our two big goals. Hope everybody is having a wonderful holiday.
0: Peace. Well, Joe, I, I gotta say that, uh. that is an awesome way to celebrate college graduation and
1: Wow. And congratulations on having a child that's graduating yes. from college. That's a huge accomplishment. So congratulations to Joe and Margot on that. And
0: Congratulations on finally getting close to buying a yeah. new trailer. You're yeah. going to really enjoy
1: it. Yeah. And I mean, it's really enjoyable to have gotten to know Joe in the sense that he's also a big star Wars fan. And so it's enjoyable to kind of have that like a little bit of back and forth with him. And uh, perhaps depending on when they go, Perhaps we might all run into each we're, other. We're, we're really not hoping saying, we can make it work. I'm not saying, but I'm saying, you know if what if I'm saying? If you don't know,
0: Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is the new land at Disney's Hollywood Studios at Disney World in Florida. Yes. In case you don't know disney don't know star yeah. wars <laughs> and if you are your head has
1: been in the sand for the last several years we actually watched last night we've been watching on disney plus um the imagineering uh, it's called imagineering right the documentary it's the
0: imagineering story
1: the imagineering story and so it's a beautiful documentary about the history of the imagineers really fascinating we've been watching it as a family which says something that the kids have the kids have been almost as enthused it's, about it it's as episodes as we have.
0: it's it's yeah like, it's like hour six and a episodes. half episodes six of
1: them angela bassett she narrates. She's and, fantastic. And it's
0: produced by, um, by Leslie Iwerks, who is
1: also directed,
0: written and directed. Yes. Who yes. She's third generation Disney of Iwerks. Her, her grandfather was, was Walt Disney's partner in, in animation. I mean, he animated some of the earliest characters and then her father, Don Iwerks was a, was a, a big part of the Imagineering, of the company and then she is now third generation disney i think that's pretty
1: cool and my whole point this little sidebar here is that the very last episode that we just watched the last episode of the series was wraps up into star wars land and the creation of all of that but what's really cool about this documentary is they do not sugarcoat the history of the imagineer they're very very forward with some of the really sort of ugly sides of the Disney business and how it has evolved over the years. You know, Michael Eisner's and now, you know, you've got Bob Iger and sort of how that transition went. And and it's it's really quite interesting. If you have Disney Plus, it's absolutely worth watching. So, uh, Joe, I would totally recommend that to you before you guys head to Disney this Uh, spring.
0: All right. One final voicemail here.
2: Hey, you guys, my name is Doug Young and my goals for the upcoming 2020 season are to go RV camping for the very first time. Me and my fiance, Emmy, recently bought a travel trailer and our first Shakedown Run is going to be at Disney's Fort Wilderness Campground because we live right down the street. I hope you guys have an awesome season as well and have a good one.
0: Doug, I'm, I'm really concerned for you, Doug, because Your first camping night is gonna be spent at the best campground in the country. Okay. Well
1: listen, look, (laughs) Doug had Doug had a thread in RV Miles that he shared. He had gotten sort of like um an appraisal or something or a a report on an, an airstream or something he was thinking of buying and he brought it to the group and everyone was like, Oh, soft floor, run, Doug, run. And so it was really great to kind of get an idea of how Doug really wanted to go about this, but I met him through Instagram. And Doug has an Instagram handle. You have to go follow it. It's called Doug Does Disney. He's got over 30,000 followers all, and he's a photographer and a digital artist. And he has some of the most beautiful pictures of Disney. Just stunning pictures. He is the nicest guy. I've thoroughly enjoyed getting to know him. Also, not saying, but saying, when we go to Walt Disney World, we're kind of hoping to meet up. Awesome. Yeah, he's a great guy. I'm really excited for him and his fiance. They just got engaged and they got engaged at Disney. Of course. And yeah, of course. And so he's I'm glad that he called in just as with Doug and Joe and everyone else who left messages here. It's just been so great getting to know all of these people in the Facebook group or across different social platforms. And then when you get to hear them and you get to hear them talk or you get to hear them share, you're like, Oh, I remember you talking about that. That's so cool. And I I don't know. It's just, it's kind of nice to not just have our voices.
0: Well, you here. can call us anytime, 773-769-7769. If you've got a question, you have something you want to talk about, about the show, please do. It's a voicemail only line. Nobody can answer. We if they
1: promise try. we will not answer. I don't even know when it rings. I
0: know there's no way to, there, it's yeah. a voicemail only line. So, so give us a call if you'd like 773-769-7769. And, uh, and thanks for calling in everybody. Yeah.
1: Thanks everybody. This was a lot of fun.
0: And if you want to continue the conversation about travel goals, head over to the RV miles Facebook group. You can continue on that thread there where we're talking about it right now. Okay. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll have the new brain teaser and our fresh tank black Take segment.
1: Harvey Miles is brought to you today by our friends over at Harvest Hosts. Have you been considering a Harvest Hosts membership? Well, now is the perfect time to sign up because Harvest Hosts is offering their biggest discount ever. From now until the end of the year, save 20% off a yearly membership. With access to a network of 900 wineries, farms, breweries, museums, and other unique attractions that invite RVers to visit and stay overnight, Harvest Hosts makes the perfect holiday gift for the RVer in your life. Visit our show notes at rvmiles.com 122 for the link and promo code that will get you 20% off your Harvest Host membership. And if that wasn't enough, that 20% will stay with you for the life of your membership. So every year you renew, you'll save 20%. Head over to rvmiles.com for a link and promo code or visit our Facebook group, RV Miles, and find the info there. This offer is only valid till the end of 2019. So grab your membership today.
0: It's time for our Fresh Tank Black Tank segment where we talk about all the good and the bad and the ugly that's happening in the world. But we start with the bad and the ugly first because we like to end with the
1: good. I think the stinky would be a better way of saying it. The good, the bad, and the stinky.
0: Abby, what is your black tank for this week?
1: Uh, well, because we haven't had enough Star Wars discussions on this podcast already. <laughs> um, let's just go ahead and make it the trifecta. Uh, I am black tanking the fact that it has been confirmed. We will be getting no more new Mandalorian episodes until the fall of 2020. If I you am, don't know. I don't even watch
0: this show called The Mandalorian. If you
1: again, if you haven't heard uh, of it.
0: I, it's on Disney Plus and the season finale, episode 8 came out on Friday and it was great and the whole season was fantastic and this is the, yeah. this is the future of Star Wars, honestly.
1: Yeah, and I think if you are friends with me on my personal Facebook or you follow our wondering family on Instagram, then you probably know that my obsession with baby Yoda has reached like a fever pitch. (laughs) I think my best friend and uh, my two best friends were over last night. We all got caught up on the Mandalorian together. And then while um, one of them stayed, while Grant stayed down and played halo with Jason and the boys, Jenny and I went upstairs, sat across from each other on our phones and then looked up baby Yoda memes and read them (laughs) to each other.
0: Well, so, <laughs> so we're gonna have to wait till next fall for yes. more episodes but you know that's not so bad I, I mean there are other shows that take longer and speak for I, I yourself Epperson. it'll be all right i don't we'll know if it. i can i maybe mean we'll when, in, maybe we'll get maybe we'll get not one of those new look, star wars series between now and then maybe and now. but when
1: baby yoda uses his little hand to do his little yoda magic <laughs> i can't even with that make like, the baby do the magic make, hand thing it's so good. Oh. So that's my black tank. What's um, your fresh tank? My fresh tank is to bring it back to the fact that this is supposed to be a show about RVing. Uh, RV show season really officially kicks off like at the first of the year. I think some RV shows happen that first weekend after the new year. There
0: are a lot of RV shows in January. There
1: are. January, February, March. I mean, now... RV show season has actually really become the whole year. Right. It really, there's really not a month where, you know, somewhere across the country an RV show isn't happening, but it does seem like January is kind of like the big month. And I have a lot of reasons why I love the kickoff of RV show season. I love it professionally. I love to go to the shows and get to kind of see what's out there. Uh, I just love the excitement of it. You know, it kind of gets us all ready for the upcoming, you know, big RV camping season. I love it for like, personally, because there's so much nostalgia. You know, an RV show is really what triggered us going into this world. It is. If we had not gone to that RV show in Mm -hmm. Chicago, I don't know that we'd be sitting here today doing this podcast. So I love RV show season because it just, it reminds me so much of that one moment in time with our little babies. Cause Henry was little. He was like a baby, baby. And we went and we looked at all those RVs. I can still distinctly remember what I was wearing (laughs) when we went to that RV show. That's like how implanted in my brain it is. So I'm excited. That's my fresh And now we go to
0: them all the time. We're going to miss the Kansas City one this year. I think think we're going to be leaving here before
1: that happens. I hope we are leaving here before that happens. Um, We need to. But uh, if you are wondering when your RV show is coming to your area, we have a completely comprehensive state by state guide of RV shows at rvmiles.com. It's part of the big main homepage. You're going to see it like right as you jump onto the homepage and it's going to list what is happening in every single state when those dates are.
0: And if there are ones that aren't on there, let us know. A lot of people don't realize that you you might go see an RV show listing and And those are usually RV shows list that are produced by the same company. Like I I'd say more than half of the RV shows, across the country are produced by good Sam media. Yeah, absolutely. And and if you go to their website, they're going to show you, here's a list of all the RV shows. Well, that's not going to be all of them.
1: No, it's not. And here's the thing. RV shows aren't really good with the marketing outside of the small city market that they're kind of selling to, right? Like the, the billboards they buy on the highway and the the few other things. So a lot of times we end up hearing about an RV show or getting the information about it uh, because they're looking for ways to kind of advertise or we find about out about it after the fact. So always, if you look at that article and you know something's coming to your town, let me know about it. I will make sure it gets on there. All right, Jay, what's your black tank?
0: Uh, it's it's the change in in year, the change in calendar year,
1: the start of the new decade, the
0: start of the new decade. Yes. But every year at this time is is often when campground prices start to go up. Uh, you know, st- especially at state parks and and federal parks, they enact legislation to raise prices. Usually those price changes go in effect at the beginning of the year. So looking across the country, state, local, federal parks, campground prices uh, are going up everywhere right now, unfortunately. Uh, And it's just a sad reality uh, that, you know, inflation happens and prices go up on everything, uh, but they just kind of all happen at the same time for these public run campgrounds. But also you may remember a big to do back in 2017, where there was a lot of talk about raising prices to international parks. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going into effect January 1st. So Uh-oh. national park entrance fees are going up at all of the national parks that charge a fee, or at least at least at most of them. Uh, but remember only, only about a third of national park service sites charge an entrance fee.
1: Yeah. It's somewhere in like the low hundreds.
0: Yeah. So those that are, if, if for for instance, white sands, which just became a national park is going from 40 to $45 for entrance of a car. And that entrance is usually good for a week, a week, annual passes at a lot of national parks are going up as well. But the one thing that you can count on that isn't changing is the annual nationwide America, the beautiful national park pass national park and federal lands pass is not increasing in price. It will remain at $80 for one year and $80 lifetime for the senior pass and free for the disabled access pass. If you want to break down all the different national park and public lands passes, we have a video over on the RV miles YouTube channel where you can check that out. But prices are going up this year.
1: I wonder if part of that is, An attempt to really encourage people to just go all in and buy that $80 yearly pass. Well, you know, as park entrance fees, let's say for instance, you go to two big parks in a year, depending on what, you know, that costs to get in there, it might make sense to just purchase that annual pass. If you're an individual who lives near one of those parks it probably makes sense for you to just be buying a yearly annual pass. Yeah,
0: but if you're just going on one one week vacation, it probably doesn't.
1: It probably doesn't. It really depends.
0: You know, as much as I wish it was like a, a reason to encourage people to buy the annual pass, I think it's just you know, it's the government being the government and 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 just making decisions that aren't related to anything else other Are than Are you
1: implying that there's no like well, I mean, end game to all of <laughs>
0: So the National Park oh, Service says that this is going to bring in about, uh, uh, I think, about sixty million dollars a year in additional funds.
1: No, which there's, um, it's no secret that there is some much needed stuff that needs to happen. And you gosh, know.
0: sixty million dollars sounds like a heck of oh, a lot man, of money. They're going to
1: be able to repave one road in one park. Uh,
0: but against a twelve million, uh, I'm sorry, twelve billion dollar backlog. Yeah. It is a very, very, very tiny percentage. So like
1: five parks yes. are going to get like new toilet
0: seats. <laughs> <laughs> million dollar toilet seats. <laughs> oh my goodness. Gold plated. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All uh, right. So that's my black tank. What's um, your fresh tank this week? My
0: fresh tank is, uh, well, this is, it's a sad story that has a happy, uh, uh, a sort of happy ending. You know James Vanderbeek, who oh was the yes, I'm well
1: aware of who James Vanderbeek <laughs> is. Of, Thank you. Uh, uh,
0: well, uh, now I guess he's the star of Dancing with the Stars. He is, but of course, from Dawson's Creek, James Vanderbeek and his wife Kimberly had a miscarriage recently. Oh,
2: um,
0: they have I think four kids already, three, four kids, four kids already, uh, and they had a miscarriage, um, sadly, recently. But they uh, decided to heal. By taking an RV trip as she recovers from her miscarriage, and as you know, they sort of get through those emotions and everything.
1: Oh, that's so, really amazing! Yeah,
0: yeah. If you go over to
1: his pajamas are rocking <laughs> in this picture. I'm digging that. He's a real interesting dude.
0: So if you go over to his Instagram, you can see photos yeah. from from their uh, their RV trip. But I, I I think it's so cool when celebrities go out in an RV because it's you know. I don't want to say it's like a, a pedestrian way to travel. It's not. Celebrities, uh, they're just like us. But, you know, I mean, they're traveling the country in a motorhome instead of flying to Paris and taking well, I, private cars everywhere and all that look, sort of P, stuff.
1: this is how I fit. Celebrities are people too, and they're human beings mm-hmm. and they have their own feelings and emotions and they all go through a host of things. And this is a really tough thing that this family is trying to heal from. And they. Must be individuals who find comfort in nature and find comfort away from everything and just being in a small space together as a family. And I think that that's wonderful that they have that option and that they can go out and hopefully be kind of left alone to do their thing and just enjoy the family that they have while they heal from the loss.
0: Yeah, if, and I'll, I'll put a link to uh, to James Vanderbink's Instagram in in the show notes. But if you, it's it's at Vander James and if you go there the this picture of him filling the, filling the rv with with fuel in his pajamas his christmas pajamas is it's classic
1: it's pretty that, great it's, it's pretty great they seem like a pretty happy family yeah
0: so that's my fresh tank for the week
1: wonderful all
0: right it's time for a brain teaser ready
1: i'm so ready okay
0: the first 22 letters of the alphabet are divided into four groups one a c e M N O R S U and V group two B D F H K L T group three G P and Q group four is I and J. Okay. Uh Those are the four groups. W X Y and Z are left over for you to decide which groups to put them in. Why are the groups divided that way? And which groups do you put W, X, Y, and Z in? So again, the groups are group one, A, C, E, M, N, O, R, S, U, and V. Group two is B, D, F, H, K, L, and T. Group three is G, P, and Q. And group four is I and J. Where would you place W, X, Y, and Z in those groups and Y?
1: You know, it's probably going to take me into a new decade to figure this out. Okay,
0: sounds good. Well, we'll see you all in a new decade as well. We sure will. Uh, Or, you know, if you're like me and don't want to call it a new decade, we'll see you
1: in the new year. It's the roaring 20s, everyone. (laughs) Happy
0: New Year, everybody.
1: Happy New Year. Thank you all so much for listening. If you are enjoying the show, we have one request of you, please. We would love if you would go over and rate the show on whatever podcast app you are listening on. If you are on Apple Podcast, Big bonus. We'd love a five-star review over there. It just helps us get in front of more people. A lot of the people. other
0: ones don't have ratings. Apple's no, the big No, they one don't. I mean,
1: Podbean has them, I think, and a few other places. Maybe I don't think like Spotify or anything does it. But if you're on Apple Podcasts and you have five seconds, we would so appreciate a five-star review. And if you have thoughts to share, we would love to hear them. We are at editor at rvmiles.com. Or you can find us in the Facebook RV Miles group or on any of the DMs on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter. Or YouTube. Happy, happy, happy New Year and we hope that your 2020 has you log in those RV miles.
0: Bye everybody. Bye
1: everybody.
3: That's tomorrow. And that is it for us today. Okay, I don't know. Wh- it, whatever it is, it's not right on the teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. No, there is. We are going to do Sting, yeah. Okay, but... The, okay. Now, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. Okay. Any sure. There's yeah. no words there to play us out. What does that mean, to play us out? It's, Sting is going to do, it's a video, Sting video. Okay, what is For credits. I don't know what that means, to play us out. What does that mean? To end the show? Yeah. Yeah. All right, four, go, go. Four. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it. Okay. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today, and we will leave you with a... I, I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. Well, no. we'll do it live! Do it live! I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live! In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away.